For years, Dr. CB has had his credibility brought into question on whether or not it was possible for a man that did not graduate high school, that wasn't a traditional board certified doctor, to actually cure the AIDS causing virus HIV. It appears that Dr. CB has been proven to be correct according to a recent study released by Stanford University, as well as other studies done by the National Institutes of Health on the anti-HIV activity of extracts derived from CMOS compounds. So I'm going to show you a short clip of Dr. CB talking about CMOS about seven years ago in Dearborn. And this um, is definitely key because this shows you a very long time ago, he bragged publicly about the benefits of CMOS and he showed it in this video. So that's Dr. CV speaking on CMOS, saying that it's why he could literally fall down on a wooden floor and his knees wouldn't crack, nor would he feel any pain. And he credited that to CMOS. Now, I want to show you the study that was done regarding CMOS and HIV, because this just backs up what Dr. CV said 40 years ago. All right, I'll include a link to this article in the description of this video we covered this on the Amir Ra podcast several episodes ago and this was published of uh, july 17 2012. it says a new collection of compounds derived from a tiny marine organism activate hidden reservoirs of hiv that currently make aids nearly impossible to eradicate Thanks to antiretrovirals and AIDS diagnosis hasn't been a death sentence for nearly two decades, but highly active antiretroviral therapy or HAART is also not a cure. Patients must adhere to a demandingly regular drug regimen that carries plenty of side effects. And while the therapy may be difficult to undergo in the United States, it is nearly impossible to scale to the AIDS crisis in the developing world. The problem with HAART is that it doesn't address HIV's so-called proviral reservoirs, dormant forms of the virus that lurk within T cells or other cell types. Even after all of the body's active HIV has been eliminated, a misdose of antiretroviral drugs can allow the hibernating virus to emerge and ravage its host all over again. It's really a two-target problem, says Paul Winder, professor of chemistry at Stanford University. And no one has successfully targeted 
the latent virus. But as reported in the journal Nature Chemistry, Winder's lab is getting closer, exciting HIV patients hoping for a cure. The lab has created a collection of bryologs designed after a naturally occurring but difficult to obtain molecule. The new compounds have been shown to activate latent HIV reservoirs with equal or greater potency than the original substance. The lab's work may give doctors a practical way to flush out the dormant virus. The first attempts to reactivate latent HIV were inspired by observations of Samoan healers. When ethnobotanists examined the bark of Samoa's mamala tree, traditionally used by healers to treat hepatitis, they found a compound known as prostratin. All right. So this goes all the way back to um, the ancient ones when they when they talked about this, the magic of the Somali tree or the Samoan tree. This chemical, this compound is called prostratin and prostratin binds to and activates protein kinase C, which is an enzyme that forms part of the signaling pathway that reactivates latent viruses. The discovery sparked interest in the enzyme as a potential therapeutic target, especially as it, would dis as it was discovered that prostratin isn't the only biomolecule to bind the kinase. The Barozan bugula neritina, a mossy colonial marine organism, produces a protein kinase C activating compound that is many times more potent than prostratin. The molecule named bryostatin 1 was deemed to hold promise as a treatment not only for HIV, but for cancer and Alzheimer's disease as well. The National Cancer Institute initiated a phase two clinical trial for the compound in 2009 for the treatment of non-Hodgkin lymphoma, but the substance had a number of side effects and proved prohibitively very difficult to produce. Winder, who published the first practical synthesis of prostratin and its analogs in 2008, has set out to make a simpler, more effective synthetic analog of bryostatin. We can copy the molecule, he says, or we can learn how it works and use that knowledge to create something that it has never existed in nature and might be superior to it. The seven resulting compounds called bryologs share two fundamental features with the original bryostatin, the rec recognition domain, which directly contacts protein kinase C and the spacer domain, which allows the bryolog protein kinase C complex to be inserted into the cell membrane. The researchers tested the new compound's ability to reactivate viral reservoirs in JLAT cell lines, which contain latent HIV and begin to fluoresce when they express the virus. In the JLAT line, bryologs induce virus in as many or, most, or more cells than bryostatin at a variety of concentrations. All right, now this research was supported by the National Institutes of Health. So once again, Dr. CB has been proven to be correct. What scientists are doing, they literally are taking the, the natural chemical called bryostatin and prostratin, which is from the, the Samoan tree and 
um, CMOS. And what they're doing is they're taking it and they're trying to create a synthetic version of it so they can patent it and own it and then sell this as a cure for HIV, cancer, and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. So um, they are pretty much beyond the point of proving whether or not Dr. CB told the truth or not. And they are more so into the business of how can we make money off of this, right? Because you really can't make too much money off seaweed. Um, it's very hard for them to, to create a billion dollar seaweed company. So what they want to do is copy nature and patent something that they got inspiration from, from nature. But Stanford University published this over nine years ago. So it is time for the people to, and the general public to acknowledge Dr. CB's work uh, with HIV. And we also need to spread the word what CMOS can do for other things like memory issues, cancers, um, diabetes, high blood pressure. Um, it has 92 minerals in it. It has all kinds of things that we simply don't get in our diet anymore because our soils are depleted. Now, here's another reference that I'm going to include in this video. And this is on the website for the government. This is the National Institutes of Health official government website. And it says anti-HIV activity of extracts and compounds from marine algae. All right. So let's read the abstract. In recent years, elucidation of novel bioactive substances from different marine organisms is gaining importance rapidly, not only from the research and publications, but also from controlled clinical trials of natural product derived substances. They offer important leads for the development of antiviral drugs against viral infections caused by HIV. Regarding this issue, numerous anti-HIV therapeutic agents from marine sources have been reported for their potential medicine and medical application as novel functional ingredients in anti-HIV therapy. In detail, marine macroalgae have attracted much of attention as a reliable source for potential anti-HIV compounds. Up to date, several types of compounds such as tannins, polysaccharides, lectins, and derivatives have been isolated identified and reported to possess significant anti-HIV activity. All right. So that is from the National Institute of Health. And one more source that I want to show you. This is from Nature Asia, Middle East. And this article, once again, is talking about seaweed or marine brown LJ may inhibit HIV infection. So it says aqueous extracts of marine brown LJ can inhibit the replication of HIV by preventing its entry into host cells. L. variegate is a common brown algae that thrives in the coral reefs of the Caribbean, the Indian Ocean, and the Red Sea. It contains high concentrations of phenolic compounds, mainly bromophenols, and no previous studies had identified its antiviral effects. Our study is the first to demonstrate the antiviral effects of L. variegata and thus contributes to the extraordinary bioactive spectrum of this abundant marine brown algae, says Stefan Krim, one of the authors of the study, a marine biologist from 
the King Abdullah University of Science and Technology, Saudi Arabia, and the Institute of Virology. The scientists exposed aqueous extracts of the brown algae to various patient-derived HIV strains grown in peripheral blood mononuclear cells prepared from the whole blood of healthy donors. The algae extracts were non-toxic and inhibited the replication of the HIV-1 strains in the cells. To understand how the algae extract inhibit the virus, the researchers added fluorescent protein labeled HIV-1 particles and specific indicator cells to the algae extracts. They found that the algae extracts prevented the attachment of the HIV particles to the cells, suggesting it inhibits HIV entry into the cells. Current HIV drugs work by preventing the binding of HIV-1 viruses to cell surface proteins of host cells. In contrast, the algae extracts seem to directly interact with the viral particles by targeting their membranes. Krim says that this anti-HIV action of the brown algae extracts is different from the inhibitory effects of the experimental anti-HIV drug Griffithsin, which has been isolated from the marine red algae Griffithsia. All right. So they are coming out with an, another drug called Graffitia, which is based off red algae. And that's different from this brown algae. So there's red algae, green algae, red algae. But they're saying that this brown algae um, seems to directly interact with the viral particles, which is uh, very interesting, um, considering that most drugs work by stopping the the binding of the virus to the protein so this drug or this plant um this red algae brown algae all kinds of um algae are there for us to heal and now dr cb has been vindicated so um what do you guys think about this do you think dr cb will ever get his proper credit for this um, do you guys think that the government wants to hide this? Definitely let me know your thoughts in the comment section below and um, definitely sound off on this because I would love to know what people think about this latest development, this latest research coming out about CMOS, seaweed and algae in general. The Amen Raw podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio and Spotify.